Colonel David Hunt has been kind enough to join me for over 20 years. Colonel Hunt has over 29 years of military experience, extensive operational experience in special ops, counterterrorism, and intelligence operations. He is not afraid to give his opinions. These are still very informed opinions. He is not afraid to go after either party. And he is a great guest on important topics like Ukraine. And the colonel is good enough to join us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. I mentioned this, sir, that I think this was the second time you reached out to us because you felt like what is happening now, and I listened to your uh, voicemail twice, where you said it's almost game over. I'm talking about the decision by U.S. and Germany our country and Germany, to send tanks to help bolster Ukraine. Okay, why do you believe this tank decision by the U.S. and Germany and how it's playing out with other countries in Europe is such a game changer? Why is it this significant in your view? Yeah, the uh, the M1 Abrams tank that we're giving, probably 30 to start with, it won't be the end of it, um, is the best tank in the world. It's been the best tank in the world for 20 years. Uh, it, it, the, the Pentagon was playing games with why they weren't introducing them earlier, saying they only can run off a of jet fuel. One of the many brilliances of the M1 tank is it can run off a of jet fuel, diesel, or gasoline. It runs faster off a of jet fuel, but it, anyways, th- this um, we've got the best tankers in the world that send these vehicles, but their reach capability, the distance they can shoot, their accuracy, the speed, their armament, maneuverability, uh, low profile. It's not my opinion, by the way. This is worldwide opinion. So, versus the worst tanks in the world, and the the worst field army anybody's seen since before World War One, the Russian military. So you add something. It's not so the, the floodgates are open when when the U.S., which will take a while, Chad, because it's a, it's a maintenance tail that goes with attack, and it's extensive. And training is going to be required. But so the U.S. is putting these in. The Brits are putting their tanks in. The Poles are putting their tanks in. Um, that's just for now. But it, it's, it needed – Europe was requiring, uh, particularly Germany, the use of their Leopard 2 tank only if the U.S. – and they did yesterday. And the, 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 where the Ukrainian army and the Russians are fighting, and the, mostly all in the east now, um, lends itself will does lend itself to tank country, and this these tanks, all of them, but led by the the M1, will destroy anything near them. That's not they're not invulnerable; they can be shot, they can be killed, but not easily. Um, and they're they're, te- they're they, the take the technical capability of the tank and the rounds that it has, and the radar and the sensing is world class. So it's a big big deal. The Russians have nothing they can stop it with; they can bomb it. Um, but the assumption I'm making is that there's going to be other things that come with the M1, as with the Brits chieftain and with the Poles and the Germans leopard juice. It's a big, big deal. Um, and how soon? As soon as those tanks get on the ground, you, within 30 days. That's how fast okay, the so, these are. Okay, so let me ask you this on timing. Can yep. the tanks from the U.K., from Germany, from Poland – 
let me phrase it this way. How soon can they get there? Because I know, and you alluded to in your answer, but I also read it in multiple stories, getting ready for this, that with the U.S. okaying this, just logistically, we're still talking months until the M1 tanks from our side get there. So the Poles and the Germans' tanks, with they have also a considerable maintenance tail. It takes a lot to maintain and supply and keep gas. Except there's a there's a lot of people that are involved in keeping a tank running, but they're closer to getting the closer Germany's closer, uh, Poland's right there. So that those are in 30 days, in my opinion. The Brits will okay. take about 45 days, and the U.S. at least three months before they because they and, and by the way that's getting them into Ukraine. Then they got to train them. They got to train the Ukrainians, uh, which they may be doing now. My my bet is that every all these troop crews are going to get trained in a third world country and third world another country, or they'll bring them to the U.S. or they'll bring them. The best way to do it would be, would be centrally locate in like Germany, Grafenswehr, um, these tanks and bring the Ukrainian tank drivers and the maintenance crews to Germany and train them all at once on this stuff, which will take. At least, uh, I'd say a month, just to get them up trained and okay. practice how to use these things. Colonel David Hunt is with us. You've mentioned this a little bit. I want you to elaborate because you've said, yeah. well, if they're doing this, this probably means they're they're going to do something else. And we've watched this ever since this invasion unfolded where the Biden administration would say, nope, that's a line we're not going to cross. Then they cross. <laughs> Next one. Nope. We're not going to do that. And about a month later, they do it. And this has happened over and over again. So if the tanks are going there, what's the what what uh, what move is next where the administration will say, nope, we're not doing that. But then about a month later, they will attack helicopters and A-10s. Um, those are we're not going to deploy an A-10. Uh, sorry, uh, the M1s or the other countries with these tanks by themselves. They need to. They need air cover. They need uh, again a, a lot of maintenance, uh, a lot of weapons, a lot of fueling. So it's it's it opened the door. The, the nose is under the tent uh, to expand this. Um, why any administration makes this says the things they do? I don't know. But in this case, they kept lying about the capability of the M1 that can only use jet fuel. That's just not true. So. By the way, we're $40 billion into this. So there's a serious amount of investment happening. Um, and we're not about to leave until this is done. And I, what I see is being done is Crimea goes back to Ukraine. Because right now, the, the, the Russians are next to impossible to resupply the Crimea. It's very, very hard. They can't, they're not doing it on the, on the ocean. And their land capability to resupply, that's why they went into eastern Ukraine, was to keep a land bridge in the Crimea. That land bridge is slowly being withered away. And so, again, within, I'd say within a month of those tanks being deployed, means fighting, um, I think it's over. Which sounds to me like four months to six months when you, so, when you consider the training. Yeah. Okay, so let, I want, that's a huge statement from you. And you don't yeah. toss these out casually. No, because so the rest of the you're telling back. me right here. We're because yep. we'll keep talking. If we have a conversation, August first, you believe the conflict will be over by then because of what this means regarding the tanks and what eventually will be sent to protect them. 
Yeah, and the fact that the Russian military has proved massively incompetent to do anything on the battlefield except shoot cruise missiles at civilian targets. Their fighting on the ground has been savagely bad. Just and and, and, and the Ukrainians have fought very well, but and also we've supplied them with as well as Europe. Um, so yeah, yes, this is this these tanks are phenomenal, and they were designed to fight fighting Europe. So it's it's a game. These are. This is a game-changing decision. Before you go, I want you to mm. chime in on what seems to be now a daily occurrence that <laughs> the present president, a former president, yeah. a former vice president, they all have classified documents, okay? Obama, uh, W. Bush, and Clinton say, nope, we don't have anything. As a, as a man who served our military for 29 years, was exposed to some of the highest level security that anybody can be. What is your view on how this is playing out? Yeah, it's time to stop all the nonsense. Uh, we've got two presidents and a vice president. There shouldn't be any criminal charges. We've got a failure if it, in the government. Let me promise you this. If the President Trump and President Biden and Vice President Pence have had these at home, I promise you there's dozens, hundreds of other people in all those administrations that have classified material at home. This isn't just these three guys. So you've got people that just are being stupid about how to handle, and I have had this clearance, the TSSCI, Top Secret um, special, special, Specialized Com- Compartment and Information. It's the, it's the highest clearance you can have. And, it's, and mm. for most of us, there's a real specific way they have to be handled. And even for presidents and vice presidents, and they didn't. Um, so stop the nonsense. Stop all this talk. And this, this we're going to have to re-educate or reinforce um, how people handle this. I don't think it's a criminal matter when two presidents and a vice president have done it. I think it's just the way business has been conducted in the last 20 years and needs to stop. It's very, very dangerous. Great stuff as always, sir. Enjoy your day. Powerful statements. We'll reach out again soon. Take care, Chad. You bet. Colonel David Hunt, almost 30 years of remarkable military work. He's talking about his clearance level. And for him to say, because he doesn't toss these things out casually, that this move with the number of countries and our tank, the M1, and what will go along with it, that once they arrive, Within a month or so after, the conflict will end. So by the latter portion of the summer, according to Colonel Hunt, Russia will back out of Ukraine. Let's see how that plays out. Very interesting comments from Colonel Hunt here on CCO.